if you're doing what you're meant to be doing and you love what you do, like everything just falls into place. Yeah. Like, can you tell us a little bit about Shark Tank? Shark Tank. Ari May theme song. Airing May May fifth. May fifth. Yeah, Cinco de Sharko. Even as the entrepreneur that I am, I was like whatever like one of 45,000 like there's no way that like I would make it on but like shit all right let's try one two three <laughs> stand up girl <laughs> not break the microphone hey what's up I'm MJ and I'm Bree and we're just a couple of Vegas girls living the not so Vegas life yeah but we're not regular Vegas girls we're cool Vegas girls Kinda. And this is the Keeping It Casual podcast. Where we talk about everything and nothing all at once. Let's do it. I like when you sang it out. Oh, let's do it. <laughs> let's do it. <laughs> let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> I love that stupid movie. Mom calls. <laughs> Mom, friend. I'm doing a podcast. <laughs> Mom, I'm busy. Get the meatloaf. Mom. Mom, the meatloaf. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, guys. So uh, another episode of Keeping You Casual by the Fire Pit. What's up, guys? Oh, hey. Hey, hey, hey. I don't so, know the deep voice keeps coming. Oh, I love it. <laughs> That's okay. What okay. I wonder if our uh, listeners are like, who the fuck is this third voice oh, right now? Well, so let's introduce. <laughs> yes, well, last week we teased. I like to be mysterious. Yeah. <laughs> we're we teased. We were like, time. we have a badass female entrepreneur coming well, on. Yes. 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 We Sweet. were teasing it. We were like, just you wait, guys. And now... The waiting is over. She's legit. She's, She's like legit. Straight legit. Too legit to quit. Legit dope. Yeah. <laughs> She's so dope. She's the dopest oh, chick man. I've ever met. Here we go. I thought we were dope. <laughs> and we want to welcome to Keeping awesome. It Casual, Kelsey Withrow from <laughs> Eat Dope. Legit cookie dough. Tell us a little bit about what you do. Yeah, absolutely. So I am the founder and fearless leader over at Dope, and uh, we serve edible cookie dough. So we're making cookie dough that you can enjoy. No one will slap your wrist. Shame-free. Uh, totally shame-free. No salmonella. Guiltless pleasure is what I like to call it. So uh, it's eggless, and we heat treat all of our flour. Um, we dish it up in San Francisco's where I got started mm-hmm. two years ago, shockingly. Oh my God, yes. two years anniversary uh, coming up. We two saw year anniversary. At 420 celebration. 420, it's happening. 422 years. So 420 of 2017, I went out and uh, set up like a little cart at Dolores Park, which is like a really popular park for people to hang out, mm-hmm. especially on 420 mm-hmm. in San Francisco. And um, yeah, I brought like four flavors, uh, three of which we still sell today. So it's awesome, awesome to see kind of like the original stuff is really stuck. But yeah, I sold out in like three hours and I was like, dang, people oh. really like cookie dough. <laughs> How else can I sell this? And then it just spawned from there. I kind of went into like the food park scene for a little bit, um, selling like in a mobile f- food setup. And then... Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I got a brick and mortar on Pier 39 in San Francisco wow. in November of 17. And wow, that quick. Yeah, yeah. That's so bad. Pretty wild. Like, literally, I every step that I've gotten some awesome opportunity, it's like you kind of have to, like, puff your chest up and, like, fake it. Like, of course I could open a store, like, you know, Pier You're 39. Like, you guys yeah, think I my, could do it in three months. No big yeah, deal. Yeah, <laughs> like, you think my concept is cool? I totally would love to uh, check that out. I can. I definitely have $100,000. I could do that. And you, know, you have none of that in place, but exactly. like you needed that opportunity to come to go and tackle it. So yeah, yeah, it's super, super cool. Very surreal. Like a lot of people can't make it through the first year and I'm like, whoa, we're like two years into a food I business. And, and, and you've just rad. opened your third location. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So now we have a store like right on the strip. It's super surreal. We're in Miracle Mile shops. Mm-hmm. Shout out to like the last free parking on the strip yeah. right? for locals that are trying to go. <laughs> Hello. Okay, so fun story. Um, the other night I went out with my friends who are in town from San Francisco, awesome. 
and they are staying at the Paris. So I was like, mm, that's right next door. I'm going to park at Planet Hollywood. And then <laughs> as I'm like tipsy and walking back, I was like, I think I need some dope before <laughs> I go home. That's awesome. So I did. I stopped and got some Cinemood and life was great. That's awesome. Wait, yeah. We got the hookup. Like even after hours, yeah. we have our dope dealer vending oh, machine. Yeah, you have a vending machine. Yeah. So if you're like really on that train and you're coming back mm-hmm. at like three or something, I'd like to help sober people up with some cookie dough. So. Yeah. <laughs> well, and what's cool about the vending machine, you don't just have the cookie dough. You have like waters and sodas and yeah, just, like you nostalgic have candy too. Yes, you like have we the did like ring pops and like uh, candy cigarettes and stuff. I know, so, so cool. I would love to take a picture of someone eating candy cigarettes in the casino, where like it's just uh. you're choking on cigarette smoke. <laughs> and just sit down okay. next to some old lady at the Shameful. slots. And we'll do like, it for What's you. What's up? Yeah. <laughs> Please. That's we, great. We will be your old ladies that are need to sober up with. Some, <laughs> we'll some like joke. put curlers in our hair and yeah. do it up for you. That's okay? awesome. That's how we always go out afterwards. Naturally. Yeah. So three locations. You had two in San Francisco. The one in Vegas just opened up a month ago. Wow. I know. Yeah, we were at media night a month ago. Rocking and rolling. <sighs> so also, a month flies. I'm like, wait, it's been a month? <laughs> I know that I doesn't know. sound like long, but... And then what's so cool about crazy. your shop is, like, you set it up to where it's, like, people are not supposed to be on their phone all the time mm-hmm, there. Mm-hmm. Like, you have, like, the fun questions and the games on the table. Yeah. And we have this weird, like, balance between making it an obnoxiously awesome Instagram spot. Oh, and it is. And a then being, like, Instagram also spot. take your picture and then really hang out with your friends yeah. and like talk about what's going on in your life so that's super cool yeah our raw truth cards are on the table so you yeah. can flip through like what are you most proud of or like what scares you the most in life or uh, there was like a family doing it the other day and he was asking like all the kids like name three things you love about yourself was one of the cards and Aww. it's like so cool to instill that in children to be like hey like remember that there are awesome things about you and like yeah. be okay talking about them mm-hmm. not shying away from it so that's super cool serving its purpose oh. like all these little ideas that are like and y- you came oh, up with happening. most of those questions too correct yeah. that's yeah, awesome yeah. between me and my staff like I loved sending stuff out like this where I can collect information from all of our employees mm-hmm. and like have them be a part of it so we had like a google sheet going that was like throw in like prompting questions you think would be yeah. interesting so we've got like notorious big or tupac like not all of them are yes. serious yes <laughs> it's like our getting so to know you there game. Are really some fun ones too. yeah totally i was at i was at old navy the other day because i needed to buy some shorts and all the shorts were on sale and i saw a girl in a shorts. dope shirt and i was gonna go up to her and be <laughs> like hey guess what and then i was like that's probably pretty weird i'm gonna uh, stop <laughs> well it's like you never know they could just be like a fan like we yeah sell the it could be like a fan or it could have been like <laughs> one of your employees but i was like yeah. i don't want to assume that's an employee and be yeah. like guess what i'm i'm interviewing you and Kelsey in a few days <laughs> and it's cool because your whole uh you know the whole the whole vibe of of dope is like you know like they come in little jars that look like you buy they, it at a dispensary you buy it at a jars dispensary. or something legit yeah, cakey totally. dough it's dope I mean chill vibes it's so great vibes and yeah. it's fun your two-year anniversary is on 420 like yeah where does that come from yeah I mean so the <laughs> drug connotation of dope is actually like just a happenstance from the oh, word really? dope yeah I have like weird I have an explanation for all of this. So okay. it's called dope because I say, like, dude, that's so dope, or this is really yeah. dope all the time. It's like my favorite totally. word. And it's I was sitting my down with a friend, like, <laughs> like, hey, I want to start this cookie dough company. Let's like brainstorm ideas for the name. Yeah. And we'd come up with all these awful dough puns that were just like, it's so cheesy. It's like not the vibe I'm trying to get. And mm-hmm. I said, I just want 
I want to make like a really dope dessert shop. I want something that's chill and laid back and not like a little kid's thing. And she like cuts me off and is like, dope could have dough in it. And so that's how we came up with the name. I love it. Literally asked like our waiter or whatever at the restaurant where we were. And I was like, I'm going to start this cookie dough company. Like, what do you think of my name? And he's like, that's cool. Like super weirded out. (laughs) (laughs) So I didn't take his advice and I went with it. And even though people like can't pronounce it to save their lives most of the time when they see it, because they're like, Dopey, Doug HP, <laughs> Doe Up, Dog P. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> like, what? Dope. Yeah, we get crazy stuff. But I then, always, um, I always like just enunciate the P if I'm like talking about you on Instagram or whatever. I'm like, up? I got some dope. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we get like dough. Some people write it dough apostrophe P, and I'm like, that's new. They're yeah, changing oh, it up, like, like a little that. flair in there. Um, but yeah, at the 420 thing, like having that be our birthday was also just by chance. So it was the first day That's of awesome. my sabbatical from Intel. So mm-hmm. I worked in tech for 10 years, yes. like got this crazy chance to start as an intern when I was 16 and I just never left. But yeah, when it came down to it and I was ready to try something different in 17, I had scheduled my like 10 week sabbatical, which is an amazing benefit they give you. It's like paid vacation wow. leave. Yeah. And the first start day of it was a Thursday. And they were like, it's kind of nice to start on a Thursday. You only have to work like Monday through Wednesday and then leave. Yeah. And then I was like, oh my God, it's 420. It's also Oh my God, I'm starting a company called Dope. Like, this is so perfect. That like, I need to amazing. go to Dolores Park. <laughs> when I saw this, I was like, this is all, it's just one of those, like, it's just so meant to be. Just yeah. Everything's totally like. The universe aligned for you, really. Yeah, it totally has. It like keeps happening. It's really crazy. But tell people that like if you're doing what you're meant to be doing and you love what you do like everything just falls into place like yeah there's this book um the surrender experiment Mm. and his first one was the untethered soul so this writer is like incredible and the untethered soul totally talks about that idea of like if you let go of your preconceived notions of like what should happen and just like go after like what makes you you know be excited and uh feel alive like everything will come when it needs to and he's like wanting to like start this like yoga retreat thing but like doesn't have the money for it and all of a sudden like a check literally shows up in the mail like right before it's all about to fall apart and just like time and again he's got all these like crazy things that happen where it it lines up and my life with dope and just like my life in general since I made the decision to get sober in 2015 has like totally felt like that like I've been doing what I love and what makes me happy and like I meet the perfect person at the perfect time and like Pier 39, you know, that opportunity, they reached out and I was at a kiosk at the time. I had gotten this little spot on Market mm-hmm. Street and it was doing OK. But like, man, this chance to go to the pier was a no brainer. Move there. And in February, that market hall shut down. So like my own like only spot would have like been pulled out from under me had I not wow. gotten this like pier opportunity. And oh, that's um, man, I could like go on with all these crazy things that have just been like no. right when I need to. But and, and I think you got to believe in that to take these kind of leaps and to like really believe in yourself to start a business. that's yeah. like uh, look how far like just doing cookie dough has taken you. And like people are like eating it like ice cream yeah. like out in the open. They're like, finally, I'm yeah. free to be no judgment. I mean, yes. my cookie dough. It's like know? I think if people <laughs> think you're crazy with what you're doing, it's the right thing. You know, they kind of say that. Like, like yeah. that. you should wake <laughs> up like half wanting to like pee your pants in fear <laughs> and half wanting to pee your pants in excitement every day. Yeah. <laughs> well, and then and when you, it's working. When you see these stories of all these like entrepreneurs who just make it, make something huge out of something, which I think is what you're doing. It's always like. I was unhappy with where I was working and then I took a chance on myself and it really is true. Take a chance on yourself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think people like really don't uh, give themselves enough credit like that. They don't deserve that chance Mm -hmm. to do something crazy and awesome in their own. Like, 
you're just told that you should get a safe job and work it forever and that's what you need and yeah I think sobriety gave me the wherewithal to be like oh shit I don't have to follow this path like Mm -hmm. I actually can do something different and you know it gives you like the mental clarity and the space and the productivity time to like do more with your life instead of just being like all right made it through work you know it's friday thank god i can like check out for the weekend (laughs) as if i wasn't already drinking on like wednesday thursday night all that stuff yeah yeah it was just like now it's um every moment is like more present yeah yeah that's awesome well yeah i was very curious like is your is the tech does the tech industry like when you were starting in that like does that kind of played any kind of roles in what you're doing now it's two totally different animals but i'm sure it's totally different worlds I feel super fortunate for like the experience I had working at Intel because I basically grew up in like this corporate environment like learning all of these amazing like decision making skills and like watching how like my managers were making strategic decisions and where Mm -hmm. the company would go and uh Intel was fascinating that there's like it's such a big company that I have probably like four distinct like careers I could point out even in my 10 years there because you can just do so many different things mm-hmm. yeah and then now like leaving that and coming into cookie dough you'd think like god do you need any of that but yeah business is business like yep. marketing I'm is making marketing. very different decisions but man I'm making like what are the pros and cons of this what's the ROI of this decision like what's the outcome if we participate in this event like I made all those same choices at Intel and now it's just yeah. on something way more fun <laughs> talking about <laughs> cookie dough every day uh, yeah, people management, leadership, like all of that. And uh, I mean, frankly, the tech background, like I still I'm the web designer for dope. So that, that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> well, and yeah. some of those skills stuck. And I was like, oh, I don't have to pay someone to do like this graphic design. because yeah. I like know how to do it. And you're really good on you're really good on the social media front, too. Mm-hmm. Like I, mm-hmm. I follow your um, dope Instagram and it really you're, you're very ac- in, interactive with people who tag you. Very, yeah. you, you know, you so have a very important. good social. It, it is. It's very important. Yeah. Your, your social media front is amazing. I, I do all the social media for the podcast. So when I see somebody doing good stuff on social yeah. media, I'm like, how can I utilize that, too? Yeah. So you've inspired awesome. me a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> very cool. Yeah. I think like engagement and like human interaction is yeah. so important. I learned a lot going through okay so I'm gonna like age myself here I'm 28 and when the recession <laughs> happened it's okay you're the youngest one here right? no, I mean like age it in a young way like I hate people are always like oh you're so young um <laughs> so back in my day in 2009 <laughs> uh when the economy crashed um I was uh you know watching like all of these companies just like almost completely fail yeah. right and then social media was like kind of coming in strong for businesses as those were recovering mm-hmm. so Netflix for example like we all remember they almost yeah. went out right like yeah. they, were when they were dvd service done yeah. right they were dvd <laughs> service like what are we gonna do they like pivoted so hardcore and then they just had like such a strong social media presence and it was like early wild wild west days of businesses using so- social media for themselves and i remember reading like some netflix like clapback like they had done some like really witty comment like back to someone else's note like nice. kind of slicing some competition or something you know nice. yeah. and i was like oh my god i love this it's so human and i feel like i took a lot of that for dope um awesome. humanizing your business right totally. i was like man more companies just need to like talk like real shit like people like want to hear like how wendy's does on their twitter wendy's is hilarious <laughs> <laughs> totally. Wendy's is like the new version of that for sure. Yeah. Like that's if anyone doesn't follow Wendy's, like you missing out and I don't you're not living eat Wendy's, yet. But I like watching their tweets. I'm like, so it hasn't fully worked yet, but like they're getting to you. You're telling yeah. more people about them then. I'm like, oh yeah. Right. I see you, Wendy's. Um Yeah, so like I think that that power is like so interesting that the old days were like companies needed to be polished and have the perfect statement and oh, this yeah. and that. And don't now it's like anybody. Yeah, yeah. Now I mean you can definitely still offend people, but yeah. like uh oh, yeah. 
you gotta like you have to talk you gotta try and like have a voice and yeah. um yeah that framed a lot of like what dope stands for now and our ability to like rep our like dope for hope engine and try to get people to just be more authentic in their life starts on social media we're like yeah. how do we represent our brand and how do i talk on lives and stories about like what's really going on or yeah i'm slacking but i used to keep up the blog like crazy which was awesome other yeah. entrepreneurs were like i I've love that you share like shit that went wrong i've, yeah. I've read some of the blog posts yeah. and stuff website's awesome. great yeah your website is amazing i'm like oh, I, I was thanks. gonna ask if you did it and i was like if yeah. she did it i need to know who did did her website yeah. <laughs> like yeah. spruce up mine <laughs> and you're <laughs> on like a long my dad's like can you fix our company website my mom's like please help like we need website help so i'm like one day <laughs> one day i'll join that business <laughs> and and uh, tell people about your your dope, dope for, hope for hope on on the website is not just about it's not just about you know cookie dough it's so much there's so much depth and, and just yes. realness you address mental health you address sobriety I mean so yeah. much on there but totally tell us about the dope for hope yeah so um I'm sober if I haven't mentioned that like enough times <laughs> on here <laughs> I don't drink but I have a lot of fun yeah so uh, alcohol and me were like longtime buddies and uh, I started drinking when I was like. 14 15 you know mm -hmm. early high school days like lied about going to my first party like mm -hmm. first time I drank blacked out like don't remember oh it um and it was just sort of a rolling like coaster from there because I had my like day life like so in control you're like oh this girl's like 16 she works at intel like she's super smart like great grades like straight a student would cry when I got a b like very hard on myself and then like the nights were like phew I can give this brain like a break and the society like societal pressures of like be cool you need to drink uh it mm -hmm. left me in this really weird space like high school is a super weird time for me because yeah. I was like smarter than the cool kids but then like the smart kids were like wait but you hang out with the cool kids and you drink and it's very confusing mm -hmm. and I just never I had like mm -hmm. lots of acquaintances but I never had like a solid friend group because I was just like so lost myself you know yeah. and, like what I really wanted to be I couldn't just like accept that I enjoy school and like I like work and that was all right I was watching like the movies and all that that were like the parties and this and you need to be in a sorority oh, and yeah just like that felt like the life I needed to go down and uh I let myself like morph into like a sorority like Barbie doll had, like long blonde extensions like to my hips fake eyelashes every night to go my out my 20s <laughs> right like man I was like another woman and um yeah like I know you guys can't see me on the podcast right now but I got like no hair <laughs> well they'll see, they'll see the, the photos of the photos yeah so you yeah, have, I just, like, like the hot pixie cut, right? You do have yeah. the hot pixie. So I was a super different girl and like really confused inside. Like I just wasn't really like happy with who I was. And yeah. that was like coming out in all the drinking and like the way I would act when I was drinking and just like so many nights of not remembering what had happened, trying to apologize for what I had done. Ugh. And mm -hmm. by the end of it, like one last hurrah in Barcelona, it was like a work trip I was out for. And it was like day one of the work trip. I just like per usual you know sucked into drinking if it's in front of me or if anyone's yeah. interested or around sure, it's so social too yeah, yeah like the marriott platinum member they were like here's your free bottle of wine for check-in and i was like oh it's 11 a.m like <laughs> this makes sense yeah yeah so like finished that went up to the pool got a sangria bigger than my head like no alcohol goes on oh yeah, yeah. You do not like, waste this alcohol could go bad so, like yeah. i should probably finish it <laughs> so yeah um so that happened and then just you can imagine how the day went and I came to it like 3.30 in the morning in like a stranger's apartment. I had a boyfriend of four years back home in the United States. I had to call him and tell him what happened that next morning and like 
had woken up just being like, I'm never going to do this again. Like I'm never going to drink again and found an English speaking AA meeting in Barcelona because my Spanish was a little rocky. Also they speak Catalan, which was confusing. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) That aside. um, Yeah. I found an AA meeting and I still have the guy who chaired that meeting. I have his phone number and I text him every anniversary, tell him I'm still sober, um, which is super, super cool that there's like that, resource like whatever you find to get sober awesome but like or wherever you man, are when you're super yeah. confused and you're just like in another country and everyone's speaking different languages it's very uh reassuring to know that like that like AA community is worldwide and they have meetings there's a kind of a secret like code word you can find mm-hmm. in like hotel lobbies and mm-hmm. stuff to like understand where you can find a safe meeting Aww. and it was like super cool community uh i, I like never known that that's very interesting yeah it's a whole world out there and yeah. like really the resource isn't shared enough it's like mocked in movies that like oh hi i'm kelsey and i'm an alcoholic like no yeah we say that but like yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, it's not some weird culty thing and like it's pretty awesome what it's brought to people and whatever like aspect they need it or wherever they need it so yeah yeah so that was really cool there's um, a lot of no judgment and acceptance and like somebody yeah. needs yeah. something right now there's always somebody there yeah that's like powerful. a or otherwise the concept of like wow i need to get sober like you've got to see that there's someone else that went through at least a version of what you're going through and you can like see that light and just yeah. be like damn if i can stay on this path like i can have what they have the 20 years of sobriety yeah. yeah yeah like there are people that i met in early days of sobriety and they're like this guy I remember him in um, Oregon was where I was living at the time and he was like 35 or something or 40 he's like I was your age he was 24 when he got sober and he's got like a wife and kids now and it's like Aww. just like stick with it like you will be so happy you did Aww. like uh, you know just you need that to be like oh someone else actually did this because you can sit there and be like but I'm in my 20s and like how will I get married no champagne toast and like (laughs) but happy hour and like all these like dumb excuses that like in retrospect now I'm like I can't believe I worried about that but you just got to get through like one day at a time being like okay never again so all to say my like life mission now is to just try and share with other people that like you can come to terms with whatever your vice is in life and like for me it was alcohol um I, I love that though because um my mom my mom is an addict still you know you always always an addict um 12 steps saved her life and i just i love hearing the 12 step success stories it warms my heart i actually started going to 12 step for codependency Mm. i'm doing codependence anonymous now i've gone to three meetings it's haven't spoke yet it's still very like yeah yeah, and letting me learn what's going on step one yeah (laughs) Yeah, being there is step one totally actually for me reading a book about it was step one yeah, but yeah. yeah. that's awesome yeah. it's so cool that they have those outlets for so many different people like well, um, like, like there's you food said, addicts everybody there's narcotics has their own anonymous addiction. like yeah yeah everybody has their thing like there's something that's holding you back from being the best version of yourself figure that out like isolate it and try mm-hmm. removing it from your yeah. life yep. and like see if you change for the better yeah. and uh, yeah i totally did so i think uh, a lot of the things that led me to have that relationship with alcohol was a misunderstanding of mental health like not understanding the anxiety I was going under like yeah. I was like an anxious crazy person in high school you know like I <laughs> and then you put all the other pressure on yourself too so much pressure on myself mm-hmm. and um crazy test anxiety in school like I would like start freaking out I had to take them like take tests alone in like a separate room usually uh I don't know just crazy stuff where there wasn't that communication about it to be like, oh, this is happening to you. Like, let's figure out why or how mm-hmm. we could work through it naturally instead of, I mean, really what happened to me was just like, go take it in a room by yourself then instead of like, oh, is this like bleeding over into other parts of your life? Like, you know, you can be in high school and be dealing with like serious 
anxiety, yeah. depression, like yeah. mental health comes to comes to a head in so many different ways, but there's no conversation yeah. to like recognize it easy enough. Mm-mm. Yeah. I think I think with just in the past like two or three years mental health conversation has really come to a light because for so long it was yeah. very like hush hush don't talk about it don't talk about it don't talk about it and if it. it was talked about you were considered this like extreme yeah. like oh you have like a psychotic issue yeah. or like it was it's like it, it's like when i'm like oh okay I, I am on antidepressants people are like oh you are yeah. well you don't seem depressed well <laughs> yeah they're working <laughs> they're like well, they're working yeah, yeah yeah it's like yeah, the, the you don't seem it's like man yeah. no one knows that? what like anything <laughs> right. looks like exactly. you don't seem like an alcoholic yeah like people say that kind of stuff and you're just like thank you question mark yeah <laughs> there's literally no definition of what any of this stuff yeah. looks like it's a unique experience for all of us so and we never know 100 percent what is in somebody else's brain oh, except no. our own yeah. you're all trying to control yourself and we've talked about like you know you got kind of reel it in sometimes and keep your emotions yeah. but we're all going through these roller coasters of emotions yeah. one day i might be a complete maniac and the next day i'm just mellow and easy going yeah. and you may have caught me on one of those other days and that could define you so i think even if you are struggling with some kind of mental illness or you know just just depression or whatever you're going through it doesn't define you and yeah. you can rise above it you can become a successful entrepreneur you can just but, you yeah. know, being being aware, like, you know, like the way you said, I read a book and I started to notice some things I relate yeah. to. And I was like, yeah, you know, just awareness is one of the biggest steps to changing. Yeah. And totally. So like trying to help raise more awareness with dope um, as it got bigger. And I started to share like my sobriety a little bit here and there. Mm-hmm. Like the first time was kind of we were opening this kiosk on Market Street and it was going to open on my two year sobriety anniversary. So we said, if you come up and you say it's dope to be sober, you'll get 20% off. Nice. And that was the first time I had sort of put it out in the world. And the response we started getting from people being like, wow, thanks for sharing that you're sober. Like I'm two weeks sober. Do you have like any advice or like I'm 13 years sober. It's Mm -hmm. so cool to see, you know, you coming out publicly about it. I love Um, it. I've never told anyone or things like that. And I was just like, whoa, like this conversation needs to be so much louder. And so we formed Dope for Hope. Yeah, it's a cute moniker and pun, but it just is a huge pillar for our company. Um, We do it in a couple of different ways. Like one of the things we have is a Dope for Hope flavor in uh, the store. (laughs) So good, So this one's pretty delicious right now. We partnered with Chippendales. Yes, the chips, uh, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, So it's Chiptastic is the name of the flavor. It's peanut butter chips, chocolate chips, and potato chips, which Mm. is awesome. And it's not as weird as you might think it is, guys. It's so good. Potato chips. I don't know how I feel about that, but sweet and salty. It just adds a little extra crunch and salt. So good. Um, And the best part about it is 100% of proceeds go to the American Foundation for suicide prevention Um, I love it so that's great it's one of our remixes and if you choose that yeah you get to know that you're um, helping do some good while you eat some dope outside of trying to help these other nonprofits, so we kind of rotate the nonprofits through it's my idea that like I don't need to come up with all the amazing like plans and actions we could take in the world because there are so many nonprofits out there like just killing it yeah and they just need more financial support so we can help in that light and then in our storefronts too trying to create really like safe spaces for people so booze free fun we've got like mocktails and all of that and trying to make a you know judgment free zone we talked about the raw truth cards like Mm -hmm. how can you come and engage with people more often oh you have the coffee shop that puts pictures on their coffee yeah the espresso espresso bar that like prints photos on your latte it's Uh, so cool we've got some like mental health phrases and stuff that we print on lattes um two and programmed in there so that's pretty cool all of our staff is mental health certified so trying to have them prepared to like recognize signs of anxiety attacks or depression or signs of suicide risk and um you know i think employer and employee relationships it's like time for them to change it's been a long long road of like 
you need to be all great all the time for your employer or you're going to lose your job. Mm-hmm. And I just think that's thing of the past. One in two Americans will be diagnosed with a mental health disorder in their lifetime. So if I think like <laughs> really, if I think 50% of the population is going through something like that, why would I not want to have a conversation about it and make them feel more comfortable um, talking about it and encourage my staff to like recognize signs inside themselves and with others and be more comfortable chatting about it right yeah like we're gonna bring this up in our store we've got like our dope for hope pledge that you can sign that's right there in the store so I wanted the staff to feel really comfortable like when people see that and then they feel compelled to like talk about what's going on in their own life I, the staff should feel really warm and welcoming to them and understand how to like react to it your staff is very warm and welcoming just period yeah, like it, awesome. it, when I go in there like like when I was in there on Sunday I was drunk and it's like 11 <laughs> o'clock at night like right before closing and I was like I'm so sorry guys and they were like no what do you want yeah I'm like that they're super awesome (laughs) yeah they're super super awesome um they also receive two mental health days per year so that idea of like let's open the door and like don't cough and tell me you're sick just like if you want you can share what's going on if not tell me you need a mental health day and we cover your shift uh you don't have any financial downside for it we still pay you for your shift oh i love it um and move on so so much more than a than a than a cookie dough business i mean it's, it's so shockingly much. yeah it's, it's like philanthropy it's just like you just in, inspire I, that's what i told brie i said when i first met her i mean we're at this big media event at your shop and there was a lot of people going on i was like oh we'll talk to her when you had me but when you sat down and had a moment we were just chatting and it was just like you were just relaxed and engaged and you can tell that you really connect with people just like brie saying like when like CEOs of a company reaching out and saying, hey, guys, you know, I'm actually a part of this and I want to get to know yeah. you and I appreciate yeah. you. So it's very personal. It's very inspiring. And Thank I you. love that you rotate the um, nonprofits. Yes. Yeah. That's yeah. A great thing. It's so That's awesome. We're talking smart. to Las Vegas Rescue Mission right <gasps> now. Um, Yay! So they are doing some awesome stuff and just super touched by uh, by their story and like all the work they're doing in that area so yeah um it's pretty awesome yeah I've, I've just like loved what i've been able to build and people really respond to it it's like yes makes me think why more companies aren't like this yeah you know what i mean What's like why is it so rare you, you saw it's just you being saw, human you saw something <laughs> missing and you're like yeah. i'm here to fill that void and yeah. that's what i love and yeah that's what inspires people i guess yeah. uh i guess also now yeah. that we've gone into dope for hope can you tell us a little bit about shark tank shark tank Airing May fifth theme song. Airing airing May May fifth May Cinco de Charco. All right, guys, every month we ask for your ratings and reviews on iTunes. Share us in your Instagram stories because we do free hookups the last Wednesday of every month. Woohoo! Hooked up. Oh, yeah. And I'm going to be the hype girl. We have, yeah, yeah. <laughs> boop, 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 boop. <laughs> and we form. have one of the coolest hookups that oh, yeah. I think we've given away so far. Kelsey, do the honors. Please tell them what they're getting. There's going to be a $25 gift Ooh. card for some magical edible mm. cookie dough. Mm. I know I said edible. Some of you guys got excited for different reasons. <laughs> it is Cookie dough sans the marijuana, uh-huh. uh, just good old sugar high fun. But you can get some at Miracle Mile shops, and uh, the lucky winner will have this twenty-five dollar gift card to enjoy it for free. Yes. And our winner is fake drum roll, please. Simply Plotkin. Oh, I'm a dude, and this helps. As a thirty-something man trying to navigate the nuclear hellscape that is modern day dating, every episode has has some insider advice, be it directly stated or implied through the engaging storytelling and back and forth of Brie and MJ. Five stars. Oh, shit. Love it. 
<laughs> All right. Oh, he loves you guys. Plotkin. They're blushing. You guys can't see. <laughs> Simply Plotkin. Send us an email to feedback at keepingitcasualpodcast.com so we know where to send you your gift card. You get some dope, right? Get, get some, some dope. dope. Uh, thank you, Kelsey. <laughs> Woo! Woo! Oh Everybody, got, I know you can't tell us exactly yeah. what happened, but you can say Spill you were on it. Spill everything you can. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm can. so excited, guys. I mean, this opportunity is like an entrepreneur's dream, quite literally. I'm like, sure, yes. I mean, the chance to be in front of these people who could just dramatically change your life is yes. is something like I wouldn't change for the world. So it was a really incredible experience. Like the audition process is so crazy i'm sure it's um, intense i have no words for like how wild it is <laughs> mainly because it's under nda <laughs> yeah, of course. um but yeah i mean just i did go to a casting call in san francisco mm-hmm. and um that's i hope that's inspiring to others that hear it because oftentimes people are like oh they just they find companies and they call them to come on the show but like yeah I like almost didn't go and big ups to Alexis. If you're listening, my employee was like, you need to go. Shout like, out Alexis. She totally <laughs> like pushed me over the edge and was like, you've got to go. I'll make the samples for you to take. And like, it was at like 6am the next morning. And I was just like thinking that thing, you know, f- like even as the entrepreneur that I am, I was like, whatever, like one of 45,000, like there's no way that like I would make it on, but like, shit. All right, let's try. <laughs> wow. So I went and, um, yeah, I mean, it's a mix of, like, all these people in line, like, with their gadgets and gizmos I'm and this sure. and that. And, uh, Who's it's and what's it's yeah, galore. Yeah, it's so <laughs> funny. I was in line with these people. This is, like, uh, at the casting call in San Francisco, and they had, like, a tortilla heating machine. Ooh. I was like, a microwave? <laughs> no, a gas, a, a gas stove? stove? <laughs> yeah, or a stove. <laughs> um, no, but it was, like, a toaster that could, like, perfectly fit the tortillas nice. in without bending them. I am interested. I'm so, like, yeah. always so, looking for the perfect burrito fold right yeah, here. Yeah. I remember like the local news was walking by and like picked them from in front of me to go mm-hmm. get like filmed really quick about being there for the audition. I was like, I they didn't pick me. Like, <laughs> you know. But that's okay. But You're that's gonna be okay, on it. Like, Just something making that so more cool. racking, you know, like that's that so audition process has got to be like, oh, you're just like comparing yourself immediately. to like, Yeah, oh, yeah totally. God, but no, it was fun. Honestly, I, we sat for a while because it was like 6 a.m. I got there. Mm-hmm. They didn't actually stand us and move us till like nine. Oh. So I'm like, I went and got ice cream a couple months ago with the girl that was sitting behind me and like still <laughs> friends. Love it. Um, but the guy in front of me is super nervous and he's got, you know, this like crazy concept. And um, he was like, should I have had something like better prepared? And he was like doing his pitch and I actually sat there like giving him pointers and like wrote down like a better script for him and Aww. like tweaks oh, and stuff. Cool. So it was fun. It's like a cool, cool vibe. Everyone's just like so into what they've made or what they've mm-hmm. been working on and they just can't wait to tell you about it. And so even if it was like the craziest thing where I'm like, Would people buy that? Like, oh my <laughs> God. But like, you're going to kill it, dude. You yeah. know, it's just this like good like, to, morale, yeah. right? Yeah. So I went in there and uh, like casting director, Mindy, um, she's been like in all 10 seasons and she was there. And uh, yeah, just pretty awesome to have her like come over and try it. She said she had tried dough in New York City. So I had like some good comparison because mm. she actually had edible cookie dough before okay. okay you guys will have to tune in to see how how shark tank ah, i'm so shark tank, when is it uh may 5th may 10 p.m pacific and it's on abc all right shark tank is one of my favorite shows so i'm really right? excited can you believe it's been 10 seasons this is the 10th season okay i haven't watched all 10 seasons yeah? but I, I think yeah. i got into it about five seasons ago yeah i definitely watched it when i was super young like really early shark tank days it was like a family show we'd sit around and watch like love together so i know my husband was in there he's like what what would you do what happened she's like i can't tell you everything i'm like chris hello (laughs) (laughs) he's not in pr at all yeah (laughs) he's just like tell it all what's the problem 
what's the big deal yeah so I like we're gonna stuff. switch it up and not make it all about entrepreneurship anymore because <laughs> we have a fun game we play with all our guests called getting to know you yeah we cool. like your we like everybody's perspective on life outside of dope <laughs> yes yeah. life outside of dope different is there no i'm just yeah. kidding <laughs> i mean D- different uncomfortable <laughs> yes. like situations whether it's with uh, uh friends or relationships so yeah. just fun yeah. silly stuff i hope like my boyfriend's that. listening yeah <laughs> <laughs> so our first one is do you actually listen to any other podcasts yeah Mm. I do listen to Stuff You Should Know. Mm-hmm. Fascinating hour of my life was devoted to Easy Bake Ovens. Highly recommend Ooh. it. <laughs> <laughs> Lots you didn't know. Uh, I won't even, I can't even tease. It's so awesome. Just go learn okay, about Easy so Bake Ovens. I'm going to have to spin <laughs> off of this. Were you an Easy Bake Oven fan yeah. as a child? Yeah. I, I knew of course it. I was. knew it. Of course I was. No, I loved to bake as a kid. Yeah, like me in the kitchen. We've been friends for a while. My mom's like an amazing cook. And uh, my stepmom and my mom both like, like to bake. And yeah. I was just addicted to like sugar as a kid. My nickname's Monster Baby still like to this day <laughs> for just like face first into chocolate cake as a child. <laughs> I always admire bakers because I cannot bake. I do not like following a recipe. I can cook and I can cook very well. Yeah. But if you put a recipe in front of me that I have to follow yeah. to specifics. Cooking's for people who like to wing it. Yes. And baking I like is for it. analytical folks baking that is like for need to keep their brain straight. <laughs> I, always say, I always say baking is a science because you yeah. have to follow it. Totally and it is. Just, I, I think it's like why I loved it. It was like meditating. Like, yeah. like having to be so precise and like literally I feel like I totally zone out for hours when I'm See, in there and baking. that's how I am when I cook I, I like the yeah. art, I don't know the art of just being yeah. like I think this will be good splash and this of this and that boom yeah, no, yeah. baking Made is like meal. level like okay pro <laughs> tip for anyone listening I like cringe when I bake with my friends because I'm like no 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 don't put that in like when you do a measuring cup <laughs> I'm a girlfriend take, that's just like, she's like what are you doing no <laughs> take the back of the knife and like flatten and, oh, off flatten the top off, yeah so like you want to fill it up and flatten it off you don't want to like pack stuff in or anything but like fill it up over so it's overflowing and then like level it with the back of a knife that just saved you <laughs> a lot of ruined tips. cookies dude i'm i'm so overwhelmed in the kitchen it's not even funny and then <laughs> i get so mad. much to know i get mad because i'm like i should know this i'm so oh, stupid no. like, no. it's, it's very like i think you're either like you can follow a recipe or you can't and it's the most simple thing yeah. but i get so overwhelmed i'm like oh my well, god well they're just like tasks like that have no, no one ever showed you how to do this you would be like what <laughs> like literally my boyfriend is so cute is i love you i'm sorry Aww. he does doesn't know how to cook very well at uh-huh. least mm-hmm. and this relating it, <laughs> yeah i'm like how can i say this kindly so i was like oh this is so nice you want to help like earlier in our relationship and i was like here just peel these carrots and he walks <laughs> no. away for a second with the carrots and i'm like sauteing something and he comes back and he's like i don't know how to peel carrots <laughs> bless you child like, peel them all like, <laughs> he's he like literally didn't know the app, like what tool do i use or like oh he doesn't what? oh oh so sweet i was like no no, no oh. like there's a vegetable peeler in this <laughs> he's got a spoon he's like <laughs> yeah like literally like, oh. like put it under the front teeth and just <laughs> <run it down." laughs> oh no super like, sweet so ball? yeah i know it's like if no one ever taught you how to do these things then yeah. you just wouldn't know i think my mom tried and i was just like i don't want to do this i don't want to do it and now yeah. it's all regretted but it's all, I, <laughs> I did the same thing learning. with my mom she'd be like i'd be like 10 years old she'd be like come learn how to make a roux and learn how to make gravy and i'd be like, <laughs> like i'm over it i'm trying to party i'm li- Teenager. Yeah. I'm 10 cook. years old. I'm trying to watch cartoons. Yeah. <laughs> so funny. Yeah. It's a very it's a very learned <laughs> skill though. Yeah. So okay. Um, something we talked about last last week that was really funny was um, yes. uh, first night hooking up with somebody. It's always very vulnerable to like have a one night stand, but it's yeah. easier than actually sleeping at their place because there's always that mm. like vulnerable that first night sleepover fear. 
So like <laughs> try having a pixie. My haircut, like, oh, dude, yeah. I'm so oh, glad I have a boyfriend. I woke up like this. <laughs> Waking when up you with wake like up, it's just like whoop, like straight up. I, I got a yes, mohawk. I remember from my my pixie cut. Day. My boyfriend's very understanding of <laughs> my new haircut, so he's all right. <laughs> so like you know those those yeah, night fears of like totally. waking up. You're like, what? Okay, I don't know if I could sleep over. I would yeah. be like have to like fly out of the house or be like, uh, let's go get breakfast because I gotta go. <laughs> yeah. Go in the morning. Like yeah. I need to go. Like I what be. do I do here? Foreign place. Yeah. Like where can I grab something? Yeah. Where yeah. are my clothes? Like, whatever. Yeah. With my ex-boyfriend, Gosh. it took me till we were five months into our relationship <laughs> no. for us to spend the night together. Oh, man. That's yes. so funny. Do you guys remember something crazy about my boyfriend and I? Like, literally... Our second time ever sleeping in the same bed was at my parents' house for Thanksgiving. Oh. Like, that's how in it to win it we were. We were oh. just like, so you should probably come home for Thanksgiving. So and did you have any, thing. like, fears for, like, the first time you guys slept in the same bed? Like, oh, my God, what if I snore? Oh, my God. what if? <laughs> or were you just so in love that you were uh, like, he's going to accept me? I don't know. Okay, I think back in my drinking days, and or I will like, say, yeah, like, yeah. sleeping with people, like, random people and stuff. Once I got sober, I, I was single because I would ruined my relationship. Um of prior and so then i was like oh my god how do i date sober like uh, talk about first date right everyone's like dude get a drink before you go out the door loosen it up and then literally every first date especially bumble days right now is like everybody was like oh let's get a drink like can i meet you at this bar or that bar and if you put sober on your like profile like some guys literally won't swipe yes to you because they'll like oh but they're douchebag guys anyway but they would think you're like too hard to get or whatever you wouldn't be much fun uh, so like sadly like didn't even write that on there but I would always be like oh is there something else we could do you know because it, it was more nerve-wracking to have like that first hookup or that first time like yeah man oh that's gotta be true like you're like okay uh how do you date when you're like okay yeah. the typical thing like is it's drinks. just me yeah. and all of my feels and presence all the time and so like going with a guy who frankly probably doesn't do it for the first time sober very often either yeah it was super awkward in the beginning like days when i was like dating around and sober and trying to like figure my stuff out and i was just like when you don't want to hook up with a guy who's drunk while you're sober like i got a very finite window of acceptability for me around people who are drinking yeah like tolerance of it is like super low so i bet yeah hooking up with a guy was like such a turn off like even i got a boyfriend after like a year of being sober or something and my ex uh that was already like everything took a little getting used to (laughs) yeah i bet that's a big topic right yeah just like dating dating sober yeah so you were so you were people need more guidance tools on that you were swiping (laughs) on bumble yeah and you were sober and you were building your own business. Guys yeah. must have been super intimidated by you. Totally. I have that same problem. Like just guys are so s- intimidated so easily, but frankly yeah. that means they're like not right for you. Exactly. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Like we had this conversation, was it last week or a few weeks ago? Being an independent woman, yeah. being financially independent, not it needing It scares some not, guys. Yeah, it's they want to be the a lot of guys want life. to be the provider oh, and yeah. like the one that can support you. And when you're like, No, I'm chill, but like you wanna hang? Like, yeah, yeah I'm I'm good, but I don't need you but I want you. Yes. Like that's exactly. a very different space. And, um, and you'll know when you find someone who's ready for an independent woman, like everything that my boyfriend is, tells me about what he loves. Like it always starts with how much he admires me and like loves my drive mm-hmm. and like Strength. just that kind of stuff is so great. Like when you really feel appreciated for, 
how bold and fierce and crazy you are. Yeah. Like he likes that passion. Um, yeah. And that man. he has his own stuff he's doing. Yeah. And, like it's just good. You need to find someone that's like ready to handle all that. Well, and it's funny because like got. every guy I meet that's like, I want an independent woman, and then they actually get me the independent woman, and they're like, It's oh. too much. I am. Oh, <laughs> she really is an independent woman. Oh, yeah. she doesn't need me. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Guys have so many different personality types. Like some yeah. really do like need to be needed. And that's not like a relationship I was comfortable being in. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. You learn so much though in your life. It's crazy. It is. Oh, yeah. Like every relationship too is just this little building block of like what should the next step look like and like mm-hmm. what was okay with me or not okay with me in yeah. the last one. And yeah, like every failed relationship, no one should be like crying for too long because you should be like, now I'm smarter. <laughs> like I know more that's for true. next time. There's that's a thing true. with things coming yeah. full circle with you because this is like the last few podcasts we have really? talking about like a couple relationships. Like one was really, yeah. you know, like go through, through stages. D- dating going, cycles. Dating cycles is what we've yeah. been calling them. Yeah. yeah. Um, one time you're a player, then you're just like, yeah. I just want to find the one. You know, it all. Yeah. And it then all, you find all. the one when you're like, I don't need anyone. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that yeah. Was how I was. Oh. Okay, so you are in a relationship with a man you seem to totally, totally love, and I just see it in your eyes, and I love it. Um, so, what's something non-sexual that he does that's totally hot? Oh my god, what a funny question! Non-sexual that he does. It came up because I'm gonna reference my ex-boyfriend. There was one day. This is how we got this question. There was one day I was at his house and he was just walking around in his flannel pajama pants, and I was like, <laughs> "Hey, baby!" <laughs> like he wasn't doing anything yeah. of any part, but I was just like, he looked. I was so attracted to him in that very second. So it's just nothing sexual was going on. Mine was vacuuming when I came. Yeah, home. his was hers was vacuuming. <laughs> he was vacuuming. It's like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I look at you doing that. Like that thoughtfulness. <laughs> stuff is like the best thing like I uh one time I was coming home and I think I'd just gotten back from Vegas we were dating over this whole you know trip when I was living out here to run the store um to open the store and I think I was only back for a few days or something and it was the first day I'd gotten back and he was like oh I'm so killed at work like I'm not gonna be able to make it home and we had had these plans that he was gonna like try and make dinner he doesn't cook uh-huh. like we talked about and he was gonna try and like prepare dinner for uh-huh. me that was probably the biggest anxiety of his day right right <laughs> and so I'm like sort of disappointed because he said he was like slammed at work and like couldn't do it and um like whatever it's fine like I almost like got food on the way home because yeah. I was just like forget it but then I figured I'd make some stuff in the, the kitchen so I opened the door and I'm like this is weird. Like the lights are off, but there's like candlelight glowing. Oh. And like, yeah, oh, he totally had like made the dinner and it's like so cute. Like oh him cooking is like the cutest thing that he tried <laughs> and he followed a recipe and it was pretty good. Like, <laughs> sorry, it was really good. My heart just blushed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he made like lemon asparagus and chicken parmesan. Ooh. Yeah, oh. like got the whole recipes out and did the thing Ooh. and like, it was just his face to be like so excited to show me that he had like done it was awesome so Aww. yeah he does have these little pajamas though that also make me see like, smile there's just something like <laughs> that. okay but they are kind of sexual because like in oh. brazil it's chill for guys to wear really short shorts oh, he's okay. brazilian yeah. um yeah. oh like <laughs> i can't stop <laughs> like, like, we're all blushing oh, now. i'm dating a brazilian model like it's not a big deal it's no big deal <laughs> i was like what is this life it's so good that he admires me for my business trip because <laughs> like i'm not an american model <laughs> um but like okay <laughs> anyways he She's has these little blushing. tiny like 
baby shorts. Like <laughs> one time, like his boxer briefs were longer than the shorts. And I was like, why are you wearing the shorts? <laughs> but it's so cute. Oh, <laughs> I love it. Oh, yeah. Brazilian shorts. He's, yeah. Oh, he's such a babe. I'll show you guys some pictures. Yeah, well, yes. I was like, can we put any pictures on Instagram for our listeners? Yeah, 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 yeah. No, he's we great. Have a, like, well, when we're we all first thirsty ladies. Dating, even I was like, oh, like, let me follow you on Instagram. Like, I think this was like our first date. Um, and I pulled it up and he's got like 20,000 followers. And I was like, <gasps> oh, is there something I should like know? <laughs> like, do you, can you talk about dope? Like, <laughs> this instantly turned from like a date to like a sponsorship yeah. opportunity with an influencer. <laughs> I got a t-shirt on to put you in. Like, could I see your uh, follower breakdown? Yeah. <laughs> Does so, your yeah, boyfriend yeah. really like the Keeping It Casual podcast? Yeah, <laughs> I'm just yeah now he's definitely tuning in. We're making, <laughs> we're making shorts. We're making shorts. We're making shorts. Yes. Oh my God, please. You know what they're like? You know Sophie's from Cheerleaders? Yes. In America, those yes. little Sophie's, they're like the white banded top on the inside, oh, yes. like okay. little shorts. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're little, totally little like that, but mm. like if they were rolled three times, <laughs> you know? Fantastic. So good. Oh, he's he's so great, though. Thank and you he's for so the nice. visual. Yeah. I call, you know what's funny? Is I call I'm like, and then his abs trail up the front. <laughs> oh Sorry, guys, go on. He's, I, I mean, he's very tan. <laughs> he's very tan. <laughs> the dark hair. Are we, are we catching? <laughs> Everybody oh. listening has their own picture oh, of your so man good. now. So he, like, wants to go into personal training and, like, life training, sort okay. of like life coaching. He's super inspirational. I mean, he left Brazil to come here and like make his own life and everything that's awesome um but i'm literally like i haven't told him this but i'm thinking in the back of my head how distracting it would be to try and listen <laughs> to like life advice from some like super hot brazilian dude <laughs> oh, just like of course i yeah. should do that like and Whatever then what's my say. next life goal like tell me more <laughs> say it slowly again <laughs> bring it on you know like but no he's, he's gonna be great oh man <laughs> it's awesome We're, the shorts are already sold out <laughs> <laughs> If we could put a little Brazil flag for him <laughs> on the front, that would like love it. keep it on it. <laughs> Absolutely, it's already sold out. Oh man. Okay. Uh, what else do we got? Another one. Okay. Uh, how about when you guys first started living together? Because um, you said you lived together. Yeah. What was something you were like super nervous? Like, oh God, like I don't want him to see my dirty laundry, or like a he weird... can't be something. You were like, yeah, this has to be clean. You're always making it messy, or any of your weird like living with somebody. Ugh. <laughs> something that always has to be tidy or like a weird quirk really tight. <laughs> <laughs> um okay so yeah like living with someone is so funny especially when you've been dating like two months and then you move in together mm -hmm. so we moved in really fast like i was living in vegas basically he asked me out on like the last possible day that he could we'd been working in the same office since july uh -huh. and Ooh, like work. I'm just like, work, work, work. Like, hello, dude that sits near the printer. Like, I never thought anything. He works in the co-working office that I use. Yeah. And I never thought anything about it. I was like, he looks hot, but he, like, maybe he's, like, almost 40. Like, might be out of my, like, yeah. range. <laughs> I, th I think he looks like some suave, like, George Clooney kind of thing. He's got long, <laughs> flowing hair. So I was like, I just, it wasn't even registering. Like, dating was just yeah. not on my, like, radar. And then finally, like, in October, it was Halloween, Mind you, I, like, came in, like, workout clothes that day. I was like, oh, shit, it's Halloween. I'm a runner. Yeah. Like, I didn't, like, dress up or anything. I'm like, <laughs> no makeup, wearing a hat. And he's eating in the – sorry, I'm going to do the whole, like, first date Bring it story. on. Bring <laughs> it on. Uh, he was eating in the kitchen area of the co-working office, and I, like, went to heat up my food, and I hear this voice from behind me that's like, 
um, did you know you're using the broken microwave? And I was like, what? Like, <laughs> oh, I don't know. It still heats my food. And he's like, yeah, but it doesn't rotate. And he's just trying to find, like, any reason he could, like, to talk, talk to you. To <laughs> and so I get my food out, and I was like, okay. Like, yeah, he's he's pretty cute, you know? Like, I used to kind of be, like, pretend to, like, faint when he, like, walked by sometimes because <laughs> I thought he was pretty cute. Yeah. And so I was like, all right, I'll sit with him to see if I, like, can learn like what he does or what his name is or something (laughs) so we talked and then like at the end of the lunch he was like uh are you free tomorrow like can i take you out for lunch and i was like i just get asked out on a date like alert 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 like all the voices in my head are like running around (laughs) screaming like act normal say yes and so yeah i said yes and then the next day like 12 o'clock rolls around i don't have his phone number and i don't see him at his desk i can like creepily see him from where i sit yeah and um I was like, it's fine. It wasn't even a date. He's probably busy. I don't care. I got stuff to do. And I like pretend like to zone out, but secretly I'm a little sad. Yeah. And then he like popped over at 12:30 and was like, "Are you ready? I was thinking I could take you to my favorite Italian spot. Like, uh, and we go to get lasagna and like I ended up hanging out for like three hours straight. Um, he walked me home and yeah, I was just like super smitten. I thought he was so cute. And he was leaving for Brazil for two weeks the next morning. It always I'd happens. When you find like yeah. it always happens you start dating someone you really like, like they take off. Yeah. They escape or you escape or there's some reason you totally. can't meet up. It was Ugh. right away like he was going to Brazil back in two weeks. By the time he'd get back, I would have moved to Vegas already. Oh. And so I was like, All right, I'm about to embark on this like six month like journey, basically like mostly being in um Nevada. But then that's why, like, the second night we ever spent the night together was, like, Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. I was coming home. And I was just like, you know what? I'm going to be going to Sacramento. Like, I'm going to get a rental car from San Francisco if you want to come with me. I know it's, like, meeting my family and stuff. But we'd had, like, two weeks of pretty much just, like, talking every day, you know, texting and stuff when he was gone. And, yeah, my family, like, loved him. He loved my family. And we, like, we drove out for Thanksgiving at, like, 5 a.m. So we got got there because we wanted to beat traffic. You know, it's, like, Thanksgiving, traffic, whatever. Uh, Sacramento, San Francisco is like a two hour drive, but if you leave at the wrong time, it's like oh, five yeah. hours. Oh, so yeah. we were like, screw it, let's go early. And we get there, have coffee with my parents, and then we like, we're super tired, we're gonna take a nap. And so, like, you know, having just basically started dating, we were able to like lay down and take like a two hour nap together. And I was like, he's the one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. yeah. It's, it's just been so nice. So, um, that was awesome. And we're like, we should move in together. And then you <laughs> figure out like what then all the you things can't stand. <laughs> <laughs> um, so pretty, we're pretty good because we're both like pretty clean people. It's a great balance of like mm-hmm. I cook, he does the dishes, mm-hmm. like super understood on that front. Mm-hmm. I like to cook, and he doesn't know how, so he doesn't mind doing the dishes. <laughs> she always, she always talks about like this relationship podcast that talks about making the coffee or whatever. Well, it was like a, a this the balance in relationships. Yeah, like yeah, she always talks about it's this give and like, take, and who's gonna do this yeah. or that. Who it's like if if you don't it, like somebody's gonna make the coffee. If you yeah. don't really mind doing it yeah. that much, like he forgets all the time i'm always making the coffee or just like it's that if you don't mind it that much just freaking do it who cares it's easier for you than them or it's it's bothering you and not them yeah so yeah definitely some of that Uh but like i have a hard time swallowing uh the deal with like beard hairs on the sink (laughs) oh so (laughs) literally speaking of shark tank there was a company that made the beard bib so it like wraps (laughs) around the dude's neck and it's a big scoop neck seagull like catcher that will catch all the beard hairs and i'm like i need to buy you this thing because i can't stand it he's like no i wiped the counter down i'm like 
no, no, no. This like speckled like granite look. <laughs> no, you everywhere. can't see. Wipe it with yeah. a with toilet paper, and you can see there's still hairs. Yeah. Um, so that was She's one in there, thing. Like doing the queen sweep, like look yeah, at I'm like, <laughs> <"Look at her." laughs> I'm like, do you see how many are on here? <laughs> no, and oh, then like no. um, we've come into some like cultural stuff, like from Brazil and the U.S., which is really interesting to overcome because there's like such a disconnect. It's not an obvious like, oh, you're right, I should do that. It's mm-hmm. like why and like why would you care and uh for one this is not that bad but it's kind of gross they take their temperature in their armpit oh in yeah. brazil like oh. <laughs> instead of under their tongue fun fact okay but uh no the toilet seat has been a huge thing like in brazil there is no like putting the toilet seat down for a woman <laughs> oh no it's yeah. just like everybody just does their part like lift it if you need it put it down if you don't and like deal with it and he just cannot comprehend he's like i do it because i love you but i don't have to do it yeah, you know that like, kind of thing this is uh, no this is yeah. your business yeah, yeah. but it's it. one of those things that's like when it's two o'clock in the morning we and go you in fall there. in the toilet. Yeah. <laughs> How no, many times we so in? many articles. If you want to read a hilarious article, bustle, like bust one open, and it's like this is why like men are misogynistic and leaving the toilet seat up. <laughs> they know and, like, why they shouldn't. You know, it's like oh god. Yeah, there's a, there's like a lot, but it's also one interesting thing I read, which was I was just like common courtesy, like yeah. that's just what we do in America to like put it down for the woman. Yeah. But they're saying it's less germ transfer. Like why make both of you touch the toilet seat with your hand when like just one of you could? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, like if you're gonna touch it and then have to like Pull go to the bathroom up. or whatever, yeah. yeah. So just one of you can handle it. And so now we've tried to make a rule. You've that, sent like, him that article. He's done yeah. That. No, I read it to him and he was like, <laughs> he just couldn't even like handle it. He's like, I'm not gonna agree with everything you're reading, but I respect you and love you. And I'll put the toilet seat down. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, no, it's been uh, it's been pretty good. He's like, also no one really has cats in Brazil, so I have a cat and it's just been like. He thought he was deathly allergic at first, but we've kind of like immunotherapied him slowly but surely <laughs> to like be all right with it. <laughs> and now I'm here in Vegas again and he's watching my cat who has like double ear infections. Oh, yeah, you were just talking about that He's earlier. giving yeah. him like twice a day oral medication oh. and you know how gnarly that liquid yeah. medication is for a cat. Yeah, but and he's like, Chip and I have an understanding. Yeah. We're doing all right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's just like snuggled around his neck yeah. when he's sleeping. Yeah, he did. He posted a little Instagram story yesterday with he and Chip cuddling Aww. together so Aww. I was like oh, he my, loves um, him. we all adapt to her my uh, ex yeah. people so we love so annoyed with me stuff. because I close all the doors like I'm a big door closer all the lights have to be like off I'm I'm yeah but, but the doors closed the door has to be closed so <laughs> does I have that to make have you feel okay closed. girl I got like San Francisco space I'm keeping every door I, I know, can open he's in open he's in he's in a he's in a very small studio so he needs he likes doors open so I would go use the bathroom and then I would close the door on my way out I have dogs dogs cannot go into all of my room got it yeah 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 that's dog yeah, where it's from. It's yeah. from the dogs. Yeah. yeah, and I've always had dogs growing up. So he he would always get so annoyed with me. He'd be like, "Leave the bathroom door open." And I'm like, "No." Yeah. No, <laughs> I don't so like fun. Yeah, I don't like it. Things. It's your it's apartment. Like, I'm going to do it. But no. Yeah. Yeah, it's like all these personal things come out after you live with someone, oh, but yeah. oh, we're yeah. managing everything so far all right. Oh, like, yeah, yeah pretty well, good. The dumbest thing with Chris, like he comes home from work, he works around a lot of like sawdust. They build a lot mm. of stuff in the casino, so he he just like 
drops the pants and then puts on like some cozy pants for me, but always right next to the bed. So to j- <laughs> it would never stop. It, there's a pair next to the bed right oh now. Oh my god! <laughs> and so to, like, funny. To like forgive me to like I had to switch our sides of the bed. So when I walk into the room, that's you don't my have to side see of the bed. That. So I don't have to see his damn pants on yeah. the ground. It's just the littlest readjusting. Thing. It's like ten years yeah. of making that will never change. He's uh, just like, Mm-mm, have you been it. with anyone or does your husband snore? Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh. oh yeah, totally. Man, we in it. It's like, how do we change this? <laughs> you don't. You accept it and you just move Never on. Sleep. I well, yeah. or a soft sleeper with a snore. Is that the? Yeah. Like I'm a great sleeper alone. Like I lay down and I wake up when my alarm goes off if I'm by myself. I don't pee during the night. I don't do anything. I'm just like this is like my precious time to like yeah. regenerate like i just knock out like with rose can sleep he definitely like, gets up you know go to the bathroom at yeah. night That's he's me. snoring oh, like crazy like <laughs> oh the my movement God. and stuff and i'm just like oh we're rolling over again we're doing <laughs> it here we go uh, see, <laughs> here's my thing is like i'm good sleeping oh, so by weird. myself in my bed but when I'm sleeping next to somebody, I can like I I have very um, scattered sleep because it's like yeah. I'm always like oh my god I need to roll over because I don't have the my entire space to stretch <laughs> yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. What if I'm snoring or what if I like yeah. you know what if this is going on? I get way too in my head and then I That's never have a good so night's funny. sleep. It gets better with someone over time, but yeah, the snoring is a really tough thing to overcome. We have another like uh, couple friend Brie and Brendan like love them like they're the cutest couple uh-huh. and like finally one night I was like. Brie, does Brendan snore, like, trying to get some, like, insider advice if she's dealt with this and how they solved it? She's like, oh, my God. And she just starts <laughs> going into every, like, tool and trick and, like, product she's tried and everything to get him to stop snoring. And, like, he can hear we're talking about it, and then he's kind of, like, defensive and mm-hmm. starting. Like, the guys, mm-hmm. like, just get pissed off because there's nothing they can do about yeah. it. Oh, yeah. And so it's a really tough, like, conversation <laughs> to have because you're, like, like you're upset that you're not sleeping because I hit you three times a night, but I'm up like seven times a night, like counting the rhythm of your snores and wondering oh. if you're like breathing, making sure you're alive. Yeah. Oh yeah. god, so light that <laughs> when a light sleeper and like a heavy sleeper. May- oh, oh. Man. when yeah. uh, when I had my little fling in Australia, he was a heavy snore, and I would just oh, wake man. up. And, and of course, I'm on you're America like, time in Australia, sound? and I'm like. <laughs> that's oh, fuck, dude. So funny. <laughs> yeah, that's he was just something. like, <sighs> and I was like, How the f- are you alive? Uh, hello? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. One thing I think is awesome. I was just saying this to a girlfriend the other day. Like, when one thing that's great about sleeping next to someone else, while it's awkward, it takes adjustment at first. Yeah. Like, when you have like a night terror or you like wake up crying mm-hmm. or like something really intense like in your sleep it's so much nicer to have like another human there that's like whoa you're okay you're here like yeah. Yeah. nothing's happening yeah. instead of like man when you used to do that alone like you're just like takes a a lot longer to come back to reality and be like oh I'm fine that actually didn't happen like I have yeah. a lot of like drinking dreams sometimes mm-hmm. like if it's on my mind a lot <gasps> like you're drinking like I drank and again be, and you wake up like oh my god yeah yeah, yeah. like oh, I drank yeah. again and I broke my sobriety uh-huh. and like oh my god and uh-huh. like those are such like rocking dreams because they feel so real they're very mm-hmm. vivid and it's yeah. always like with my friends that I know and like I've let everyone down and, like my mom's crying or like something awful you know and it's just like and then like if he's there you like feel better about having mm-hmm. someone near you or like yeah. a cheating dream you wake up you're like oh, oh my yeah God. No, totally I didn't do that like, oh God. it's still him <laughs> 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 Sorry, I, Clooney. I, yeah. I get like <laughs> good and bad dreams all of my vivid dreams are like they're bad they're like 
I got stabbed or something. Yeah. Like, I just have, like, really crazy, Intense. like, those types of things. too much true crime podcasts. <laughs> Must be. I don't know, because even I had them before I even was, like, into true crime, I would have these, like, really crazy vivid dreams. I, th- I think it has something to do with my mental health. Well, I think it's all what we're really, we really yeah. are scared. Yeah, like, yeah. whatever's breaking, going on in yeah. your brain. Breaking your sobriety is, like, yeah. the worst thing that would really, like, Yeah, you know. even, like, anxiety is super yeah. high or I'm really stressed out that I'll, like, come or back. him, you know. Yeah, you know what's yeah. crazy is even Getting as murdered. a little, No, even as a She's little like, kid. She's, like, real fear. Yeah. Real fear. True crime. As a, as a little kid, I always thought that, like, I would be killed by a serial killer. I don't know what the fuck that comes from. But, oh, God. Yeah, so I have, like, these crazy dreams. But I have this t- tough time. Maybe it's because I don't sleep next to somebody I love where I come out of them. And it, like, takes me a long time throughout the day to just be, really like. Really shake it. Yeah, yeah, to really shake it off. Yeah, especially, like, with the times if you wake up and you've, like, just relived it again in your head. Yeah. And that, like, sticks for, like, a long time through the day or something else can like flash it back again mm-hmm. yeah with a lot of dreams that i have i like to write them down and then i like to mm. write stories or books off of them ah, like, cool. the book i'm like writing right now is based haiku off, of a off of dream, dream. <laughs> i had after i broke up oh. with one of my well one of my exes and i broke up the british prick mm-hmm. <laughs> yes he uh long story anyways so the story's I, an episode the story is an episode <laughs> um but catfish I, I, insert, episode here. Eight. <laughs> insert here yeah so i i had this dream after we broke catfish? up that catfish. police oh. showed up at my house and took me in for questioning and they showed me a picture of him and they showed me a picture of his wife who he didn't tell me about (laughs) and they were like do you think he could have killed somebody and i said two weeks ago i would have said no so i am writing a book based off of that dream wow wow awesome stay tuned stay Stay tuned gone girl from the other woman's perspective I love it. That's awesome. Um, since since the start of the year, MJ and I have been going through some tough stuff. So we've been trying to like throw out self love challenges. And you seem you are very big on like mental health awareness and everything. Totally. Do you have something that you could challenge our listeners to for self love? Mm. Like some of the ones we've done yeah. are um, masturbate. No, <laughs> not that self love. Okay, that's we did th- real love love. <laughs> we we threw that out in a sex challenge. That's we threw awesome. out sex challenge too. Sex so challenge if you want to throw out a sex challenge, yeah. you can also do that. Like a position or something. It's Anything. Okay. So our our uh, um, the one Fania. podcast I do not send my parents. <laughs> like, hey guys, mom, I'm on TV. I right. tell I my mom we want, keeping it casual we podcast. Want, we want mom to listen, so let's do a self love challenge. <laughs> <laughs> um, so some of the stuff we've done is like. Yeah. Um, you know, do something for yourself this week, like take a cooking class. Yeah, instead, yeah, of, yeah. instead of making a to-do list, make, make a to-do a list. list. Oh, oh, that's awesome. Anything that you would think you'd tell a friend who maybe just needs a little like, inspiration. Yeah, like totally. one of your staff members or something. Yeah, I think one of the biggest things to help self-love is like that recognition of awesomeness. It's so easy to get bogged down, like what's not going great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I try like in the morning to stop and like do the whole mirror thing and be like, what are three like awesome things I did yesterday? And oh. Or like three awesome things like something about me or yeah. like wow it's so great that I'm that way that it made this happen or just like it really helps to like pick yourself up like ignore for a moment like what didn't go great or what you've got to fix today or whatever yeah. you know and just be like oh these are three things of awesomeness that like I created yesterday you know yeah so yeah what's one of the most awesome things that happened in the last week maybe it wasn't the most hearing but that just- Shark Tank is gonna air yes <laughs> 100% May 5th man I was like ABC. that email like I was walking to a meeting with a lawyer <laughs> and I was like 
checking my email, you know, handling the last couple of things. And I was like, oh my God, Shark Tank. And I got stopped. I'm like yes. 10 minutes late to the meeting by the time I like read the whole email. Oh, and then I'm just awesome. like on cloud nine, but like also operationally freaking out in my head on how we're going to handle the like influx of business. Wow. And then like this lawyer's like, what's going on? Why are you being so weird? <laughs> so you just got way too hyped for that. Yeah. Yeah. Just last Friday. Okay. Oh. So that, but, but, yeah. Cause Breaking um, news guys, yeah. Michelle, <laughs> Michelle sends it to me yesterday. She's like, talk about Shark Tank. So <laughs> Cool. Yes. yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. That was such big news. Also, it's amazing. Uh, like subtle. T- if I, that's insane, right? Uh, but also, yesterday, Skinny Fats uh, decided they're going to start carrying dope. What? I so love you Skinny guys, Fats. Yeah, they're amazing. Well Shout out to Skinny, skinny Fats. Fats. They yes. are doing some big work. Like their whole mission too is mm-hmm. around like bringing more smiles to the world. Yes. And, um, they're really awesome. So I'm super happy to be partnering with I them. They good. just got their first delivery today, and you can find. Sunday Sundays going on with dope cookie dough scoops and soon what? we'll be getting our jars and all yes. their stores too. Hell so. yeah. Yes. Uh, link, links to all this rather. stuff. Yes. Um, oh my gosh. Kelsey, this so has much been good stuff. This has been a great episode. So fun. I never want to leave. I, I feel like you can share this one with your mom. Yes. yes. I feel like mom, <laughs> mom you know, approved. She yes. likes is, you know, the mom is approved. Right. That, that's um, approved. <laughs> we got um, you a little thank you gift. We oh, did. so sweet. <laughs> we did. Your presence is a gift enough. This is also courtesy of one of our great sponsors Sassy, yeah, sassy. I just like shoved some of the dope I gave you back in this bag and been like, here you go. Yeah, <laughs> this is really good. <laughs> Never tried this. Sassy Cassie Creation. She does a lot of our swag and yeah. uh, she made a little custom something for you. It gives more. <laughs> than the magic they- <laughs> Stop. <laughs> is this a joke? Because I cut my hair off. No. <laughs> just kidding. You just had the most random swag and I, I was love like, it. well, we, we're not giving her a shot glass or a wine glass. Love it. Giving glass. True. We have a lot of glass stuff. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. Um, yes, it's a very, it's a... Believe it or not, I drink sparkling water out of wine glasses. Okay, perfect. I love it. I know. You have to. You, you have, have to be to classy. feel a little fancy now yes. and then. Yeah. You have um, to. This is awesome. Thank you yeah, guys. It's, it's a cute, <laughs> it's okay. cute you can still podcast use the brush. brush. I am yeah. growing my hair out, so this is more inspiration. This is my like <laughs> daily look in the mirror like, you will use this one day. Yeah, you'll be like, I remember my, yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I did a podcast and mom could listen because some of our episodes, I would not want my mom to listen. I tell my mom <laughs> about this podcast. There are some things a mother does not need to know about her daughter. Yeah. Don't listen. She's like, well, I'm getting around to listen. I was like, just don't. Well, just don't. like, it, my mom would more be like, oh, now the door's open. We should talk about all these things. <laughs> like, tell me again about that position. And I'm like, whoa. Like, you that just wouldn't be my thing. <laughs> I'm going to tell my mom to listen to this podcast. Yeah, it's just not it's a like, conversation. Mom, I you can listen to the, the dope episode. No, yeah. my mom listened to the um, the Surviving a Music Festival episode. That oh. one was oh. pretty clean. All right. Damn, I wish I was on that one, guys. Yeah. We yeah, were I was talking like a about four year like <laughs> festival veteran, like, went to like three festivals a year. Oh, for selling dope or no no like for selling my soul like <laughs> back in my drinking days oh just like no, I and used i'm to like just you attend. sold dope out of here yeah oh, that right? could be taken There's so many lots ways of dope going on there yeah. no, it was yeah. kind of like my last music festival but, but anyway so funny but um so um also we want to make sure everybody can find you on the socials yes. on the interwebs uh drop all of the all, all of your links and handles and things all of it awesome uh you can follow our social media awesomeness at eat dope and i know we've been saying it a lot but it's spelled d-o-u G-H-P. Yeah. Think of the word cookie dough and then add a P at the end. Yeah, so it's, it's dope. at Eat Dope. 
you can email me kelsey at eatdope.com if you're like yo i want to talk to you and kelsey I spell, you guys spell kelsey k-e-l-s-e-y okay, is yes. there any other way no i'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> um yeah and then we're eatdope.com but um yeah seriously i like love helping other entrepreneurs yeah. or people Aww. interested in starting companies so send your feedback feel from free the feel free yeah feedback from the episode like i love hearing from people so and Legit you can buy dough. some dope if you aren't in san francisco or las vegas you can buy some dope go dope. to our website you can find the links uh to order and if uh, you're listening to this before May 5th uh, best place an order now because uh, when Shark Tank airs it's going to be a little delay but yeah go get some dope now and if you are in Vegas May you have a, a is it a, a yes meetup? yes thanks Please for the shout out so yes. uh, Sober in Vegas is an awesome Instagram account um, I met up with the founder of that Kim and she's going to run a meetup at Dope called Sober in Vegas and it's on May 17th so we'll there be doing a little like sober party with like mocktails and all that fun stuff are you so going to be there? Uh, yes, I'm flying back for it. You so guys. you can come and uh, meet me. VIP meet and greet with yes. the Shark yes. Tank superstar. Okay, so yeah. even though I'm awesome. not sober, I'm totally there. So yeah, yeah we're coming be great. <laughs> sober or not, just like yes. please don't come drunk. No, <laughs> out no, of respect, respect for the people who are. No. Uh, yeah, totally will. The sober I will come and have a cappuccino with a yeah. picture on it or whatever. Yeah. Oh, uh, <laughs> also latte. another like secret menu pro tip thing is like get the cookie dough milkshake and add two shots of espresso. What? Like an espresso milkshake it's so good so yeah we'll have those there. all right well that get hyped all right it's already sold out no okay that's something when we announced the live show we were like it's already sold out and yeah. it's just been our saying ever that's since great. so we're, we're extending it, to it you. manifests it right yeah yes. Big goals. Sold out. all right awesome. well kelsey thank you so thank much you we always so get to say much. bye to everybody yes all right. bye. awesome thanks so much bye guys <laughs> bye Girl, that was fun. Yeah, another fun conversation with you. Yes. If you have any feedback, email us feedback at keepingacasualpodcast.com. My Twitter is Bremixed, B-R-E-E-M-I-X-E-D. And I'm at MJ Radio Diva, any social platform. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Keeping It Casual Podcast. You get to see live videos, silly little photos of us. Mm-hmm. All the dumb photos that we talk about. Anything yes. photo-wise we talk about in the episode, it'll be there. We look forward to hearing from you. <laughs> we'll be back with more uh, gossip about nothing and everything. Bye. Bye.